What's up, friends? Happy Friday, and welcome to the fourth episode of The Local. Today's episode of the podcast is brought to you by Jordan Hauser Digital. That is my video company here in downtown Greensburg. If you own a business and you're thinking, gee, I wish I had more customers coming in, or I wish I had more clients, then you should give video a shot. We should talk. We should have a little chat. It's a visual world today, folks. So contact me and let's get you the exposure your business deserves. You can reach me at Jordan Hauser Digital on Facebook or on Instagram. Today in studio, we're happy to have Jessica Hickey. She's the brains behind the powerhouse local blog, The Downtown Greensburg Project. Let's get it. Welcome to the local. podcast in three, two, one. What's up, Jess? Oh, nothing. What's going on? Not much. This is a podcast that I've been looking forward to since I started, for sure. I'd like to... Uh, Got your hands on a lot of things going on here in Greensburg. Just a bit. Not not everything, but some things. Right. So with the downtown Greensburg project, you're you're getting a new space. I am. I'm so excited. It's our first office. That's never awesome. had it's been four and a half years, which is when we started the project four and a half years ago, of working out of coffee shops, uh, my house, and uh, the bike shop. We've worked out of there a lot too. So it's kind of awesome to actually have like a real space. And to get all of the stuff out of my house <laughs> into <laughs> yeah, an sure. office. <laughs> so you're located in a pretty uh, booming area right now. You're yeah. going to be down on uh, Pennsylvania Avenue? Mm-hmm. Yep, at 136, uh, which is right where the White Elephant just opened a couple weeks ago, about three weeks ago, and next to the brewery, Invisible Man, you guys had on for your first episode. Yep. So it's a good spot. It's, it it's a, a dangerous spot. spot. Also in that building that I'm in is a trendy bunny um, which is a children's boutique. And inside the Trendy Bunny, they'll have uh, the Tea Life, which is Lacey Dowds. You might know her. She has uh, T-shirts. She's been at Night Market a few times. And uh, Little Gray House, which is Jen. She has like woodworking, like beautiful signage and you know, kind of home items. Yeah. They're going to be in there as well. So I will have no money um, <laughs> right. because I'm just going to shop. <laughs> shop with your neighbors. Yeah. Well, that's good. That's a good, uh, that's a good thing to do. So... Downtown Greensburg Project. Mm-hmm. Let's talk about that for a second. So you are from Irwin. Yeah. How did you end up doing a, a blog for Greensburg? So uh, when I graduated college, I went to Slippery Rock. I worked in, at, like, in Westmoreland County up at, um, what's it called? The gym above, oh my gosh, uh, Best Buy, uh, Westmoreland Athletic Club. I oh, okay. worked there for like two and a half, three years. And so that was my first like real being in Greensburg a lot. Um because I never really came out here that often unless it was to the mall. We never went downtown. It was always to the mall, right, you know? Yeah. So um, I kind of got like, just started going in town. Then um, moved, started working at other jobs, worked at a production company for a while. And then I moved to downtown Greensburg in actually above the brewery, the current brewery. Um, I lived there for about three years. And when I lived there, I worked with Ashley Reefer who owns Flat Tire Co. Bike Shop now. Um, and we just worked together at the other location she was working at and we were wanted to do something in town. We wanted to do, I don't know, be involved in the community and also make a difference in some sort of way. So we decided to start this website, um, blog, mostly website and social media. The blog kind of built itself over the last few years, um, because no one was really doing what we thought could be done in relatively easy way because of our backgrounds. You know, I mm-hmm. come from PR social media background and um, we could just do it all ourselves. So we started it and it's kind of just taken off since. It certainly has. So like most of the time I get my news mm-hmm. from you. Thanks. It's I jump <laughs> on Facebook and that's where I, that's how I figure out what things are going on around yeah. here. And it's really awesome. I mean, just, you know, starting this podcast and then figuring out, you know, the local businesses that I want to follow and things mm-hmm. like that. And it's, you know, I just figure out, you know, what you're talking about and things and I'll go and I'll check them out and give them a follow and then follow their friends and, and so on and so forth. It's a great way to learn about the community and mm-hmm. just, you know, network with people. That's yeah. I mean, awesome. yeah, we've tried to showcase as many people as we can. Obviously my stuff, like it happens all the time. Um, we're only, it's me and a couple interns, you know, it's right. not a lot of, it's, we're not big. It's literally nobody else. So for the most part, people do send us information or send us events and, um, that's how we kind of find out some stuff, but we scour Facebook and scour the internet to find whatever's going on. We talk to 
as many people as possible on a daily basis or weekly basis. You know, we walk through town, we make our rounds and try to get to talk to people and see like, Hey, do you have something coming up? Or, Hey, do you have any new, new news that you like for your business or whatever? So, um, it's been our goal to really one showcase what's going on event wise. Cause there's a lot of businesses that just have like smaller events that, um, they want to showcase whether it's a product or, you know, whatever it is, um, that we want to make sure we're posting about, or even just like, obviously the big events that happen in town, we want to be showcasing along with, you know, development that's happening or, Hey, you need to meet this person or just how Victoria won Miss Pennsylvania USA the other day, you know, like that kind of, stuff. we want to make sure we're showcasing it and we try to get it out as quick as we possibly can. Yeah, for sure. I mean, it's, it's really neat. I think now with the developments and things going on Mm -hmm. in the community, and, you know, people like yourself who are, you know, taking a pretty, you know, forward approach to, to getting things out there and, mm-hmm. and showcasing different businesses, introducing uh, things like that to people who may not, yeah. you know, have any access to seeing that type of stuff. But I, I think there's a lot of people around here or even close to here that really don't hang out downtown. Mm-hmm. And, you know, now that there is this buzz about downtown and and what you're doing and what the cultural trust is doing. Uh, the developers who, you know, uh, Suzanne Ward mm-hmm. and uh, the guys over at the invisible man brewery and stuff, things are really popping up and that's bringing people downtown. So it's, it's, it's very exciting. It is really exciting. And like, you know, for so long I've been like kind of like waiting <laughs> for mm-hmm. this kind of stuff to happen because I feel like if you talk to, a lot of people you'll kind of hear like, you know, it's been feeling like it's going to happen. You just know, like you're, we were on the cusp of like all the development happening. Um, if you go to like Hugo's on like whatever night, if there's a group of people standing around talking and like you're, if it's certain people, you're like, they're talking about what's going on because we like, it was, we knew it was coming. Mm-hmm. Uh, maybe not like what exactly it was, but you could just feel that something was going to happen. Um, you know, with like people buying buildings or opening a business. Um, and it's, it's fun to know what's going to happen as well. Um, we always have lots of secrets that we can't talk about, you know, I have stuff now that I would love to talk about, but I can't, that's coming up. But, um, you know, it's really exciting to see all that. And it's really is making people come downtown or or visit stores I've never seen before. Mm -hmm. Um, you know, having a couple of new businesses open forces people to walk around a little bit. And so they see some of the businesses that might've been here for 40 years, you know, I'm being like, Oh my gosh, I didn't even know they did this service or, you know, they had these kind of products. So it's not only like, yeah, it's great. We're having these new businesses because they're new and fun, but also it's showcasing some of these businesses who've been here for quite a while. Yeah. I mean, like typically it's a, you know, a Thursday night, me and my wife tend to go out on Thursday nights. Uh, we'll hit like Oliver's and things, and then we'll run down to the brewery just mm-hmm. as of late. And, uh, it's, it's so much fun to see people walking around and like, you know, there's not an event every Thursday, but it's, I mean, there's, there's people moving, there's people moving around. Uh, we went down for the white elephant opening Mm -hmm. and the brewery opening. Um, that was just awesome. That was an incredible night because we had some friends with us and you know, the place was packed out and, uh, everything was just different it felt it felt different it, it didn't feel different. it didn't feel like we were in greensburg not at all um there was definitely a new demographic that was like out and about mm-hmm. um you know people kind of our age i'm assuming we're in the same sort of bracket yeah. the millennial bracket yep. um you know we go out but like we don't we're out sometimes you know and i think some of these newer businesses are allowing us to come out a little bit more mm-hmm. um it was really fun to see all of that you know um but like both the two new businesses are like the demographic that attracts them are, it's pretty wide, you mm-hmm. know, for the boutique, it can be anybody from, you know, a teenager to, you know, a grandmother that can purchase something and same with the brewery. Well, well, not the same demographic, <laughs> <laughs> not a teenager, you know, 21 and right, over yeah. really because craft beer is so wide mm-hmm. ranging in um, people who like it. So, you know, those two businesses have really been, kind of this callous of new people coming out, which only is going to help everybody else. So, yeah, absolutely. And I think that it, you know, it should be noted that, you know, the white elephant, I think that, you know, just hearing people talk and like Mm -hmm. conversations that I've heard, people think that that place is like, so 
so expensive. It's, it's not. not. This was like 30 bucks. Seriously. Like it's not. I mean, you can I go in. I one on today, but yeah. Yeah. I mean, you could go in and get like a really cool like bomber jacket or something like that. And I didn't see anything in there for over $70. No. I mean, they definitely have some items some that are stuff. more expensive. And like especially coming into the holiday season, holiday yeah. dresses and stuff and are more expensive. Mm-hmm. That's just how it is. Um, but yeah, you can normally find something easily. Yeah. Um, it is like boutique pricing, but it's not super high end pricing. Right. So, which is really nice because like, not only do we have like kind of like the 25 to 45 range, we have the college kids and the high school kids who maybe might not have as much disposable income as somebody else who's a little bit older. So they can still purchase items there, you know? So it's gonna It's going to be a good, um, it's going to, it's definitely a good addition to town. Absolutely. Whenever um, I've known that them for quite a while and cause I, I live in Irwin. So mm-hmm. fun fact, I live in Irwin. <laughs> they um, I've been shopping at their store since they opened yeah. I met them actually at the fashion show that the cultural trust used to do. Um, I guess it would probably be two years now. And they did a pop-up during oh, cool. the fashion show. Like they had, I guess they had some of the girls walk and then they had like, you could purchase items. Oh, that's um, fun. So there's other boutiques and they were there. So I've been shopping and whenever they told me, they're like, oh, we're looking to open another store. I pushed so hard <laughs> for Greensburg because yeah. I wanted them here so bad because I knew that they would do well. Um, so, you know, kind of going through the process of they were looking for spaces. And then um, I had known about the building getting purchased by City Cribs, knowing like, hey, something cool to go in. And yeah. I was like, hey, guys, you guys should connect. And Suzanne had already known Victoria because she had walked for Victoria during the fashion show that oh, the cool. one year. Yeah. So or it might have been that year. I don't know what year it was. They all blend together. <laughs> but, you know, so it's I'm so happy they're here and being able to kind of see the process from the very beginning has been really exciting. And being in there like all the time watching the progress of the actual build has been right, cool. Yeah. So, yeah, it's yeah. very neat. So lots of cool things going on in Greensburg for yep. sure. Um, let's talk about your night markets. Because I yeah. think that that is, I think that was kind of one of the first city events. I think mm-hmm. that that me and, and me and my wife you know, participated in. Yeah, and it was really cool. I mean, just to like go up there and see what local people were doing, and it's not all completely local. There's some people mm-hmm. that come in yeah. from uh, like West Newton, yeah, things like that. But uh, it's a really cool thing you got going on. Yeah, it's. I'm so excited we did it this summer. Um, I've been wanting to do night markets for probably two years. Um, I, I remember going back on my phone, like in photos, because I was like, just like screenshot, like a design of something that mm-hmm. I like. And night market has been one that's been like literally my phone for like two years. So um, it's been whenever I decided to do it, I was like, where am I going to do it? Where am I going to do it? Thought about Buncher Lot down by um, the post office. Right. I was a little bit concerned about bathroom situation and shutting down the entire lot um, because the majority of that a portion of that lot is leased. So getting leased people out of spots oh, okay. is sometimes a little bit harder. Um, so Kelly, uh, we, and then I was like, all right, what about the museum? So originally going to do it at the Westmoreland museum because I could easily like just partner with them, shut down the lot and do it. So that was the original idea. We're going to do five of them. We're going to do all at the museum. Well, then I was talking to Kelly from the trust and she said, we would love to do it also during TGIS. So I said, well, we'll do six next year, do three and three, mm-hmm. do three down by TJS and three at the museum. Well, we were going to do it in the lot where they've had um, like the music fest. They shut down. What is that lot called? Hellman Grist. That lot. Good like, thing you I, know, because I'm like thinking like in the in the meter feeder app. I'm like, which feeder. one is it? <laughs> Should we talk yep. about park? We're not going to talk about parking. right. <laughs> um, so we can we, actually talk about parking. Yeah, we Kelly will. and I talked about parking. We will. Um, but yeah, so we are going to do it in that lot. And after talking with um, Kelsey uh, Millarn from the city mm-hmm. and Renee, who works in parking, we were kind of going back and forth. We wanted to have it there. And they said, well, why don't you just shut down the block behind the courthouse? You just need permission from or courthouse. Yeah. Did I say courthouse. I yeah. don't know. <laughs> I said, you just need permission from the poor house. That's why I got confused um, to be able to shut it down. Yeah. And I said, Okay. So we did that and that's how it was kind of born. I wanted, I wanted the balloons across and I wanted really um, different vendors um, to come, you know, so I wanted like the food stuff, but I wanted, so obviously we have farmers who also do the Greensburg farmers market. We have some of those that are included Mm -hmm. um, depending on the the week. Um, And then I wanted other stuff too. So, you know, we brought in kombucha, we brought in some dip mixes, we brought in um, some baked goods, we brought in some different stuff and next year even, 
we're hoping to bring in some either even cooler like other cool stuff we also have some artisans and um to bring in some some are from the cultural trust um art incubator Mm -hmm. and some are just you know people who have businesses right so yeah, it was pretty successful this year. Um, we're going to do five next year, May through September. Our plan, hopefully, is to do that whole block, like even in front of Poor House. Yeah. I need to get permission from a lot of people to make it happen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So we're working on that right now, because then we can fit more vendors and it makes it more, mm-hmm. makes it a little bit bigger. Um, the hardest part is making sure all the cars are moved and yeah. yelling at people the whole whole week. <laughs> so I can't imagine that they wouldn't be into it because I mean, just going back to the, like the music fest mm-hmm. that just happened. Oliver's, I happened to stumble in there just with my wife. We had plans with some friends and yeah, we didn't know. You. Yeah. We <laughs> didn't know that the, the music fest was happening and we just like got into Oliver's and we were like, what the hell is going on? Yeah. Like the place was packed out. Yeah. So I'm sure that they would. Uh, oh yeah, yeah. All of our design, like I'm pretty sure they're cool with it because mm-hmm. they even night market nights, like they're, they're getting they're getting pretty busy for that. And same is Rialto. Mm-hmm. Um, so we don't have food trucks at our night markets. Right. We don't have food vendors. Um, we kind of made that sort of deal that we wouldn't, and I'm okay with it because the food trucks can take up three to four vendor spaces sometimes depending right. on how large they are and it's just a lot of extra logistics um and also like it's good to give those restaurants business that night um yeah. i think like what thursday's wing night at rialto or no not rialto at um Always. poor house so yep. like it's kind of and you know we're going to give the opportunity um to sort of have those new vendors in so we want to have the space for some new people um right. but we have to get permission from the county actually to be able to shut it down completely yeah. because there's the parking garage underneath. So, uh, of, of the courthouse. Right. So we have to, we're working on it. <laughs> so. Yeah. I mean, like speaking to that, you know, everybody kind of sees these events happening and, you know, a lot of people want more of mm-hmm. that to happen. Um, but in speaking with you and in speaking with Kelly, mm-hmm. um, I've learned that there is quite a lot that goes into doing this uh, on the back end. So like, what are some of the challenges that you face whenever you're doing, you know, trying to organize an event? Um, Just speaking night market specific or Mm -hmm. like luminary night. um, Uh, Just kind of like anything. Because craft beer week's its own animals. Right. Yeah. I was, I was waiting (laughs) to talk about that Yeah. We'll we'll wait on that one. That one's a little bit different. Um, Yeah. Like mostly in Greensburg, at least it's, you know, coming up with the idea and then, you know, kind of figure out, because it depends on the event. So, like, night market was, we want to do a night market. Our biggest issue was finding the vendors and then the location. Um, once we did that, then it was, all right, well, then I've never thrown a night market before. You know, right. like, yeah. how good, like, we're just going to see how this happens. So, the first one was really, like, trial and error, getting people in, getting cars off the street. Um, because they bagged the, meter, the meters for us, but sometimes mm-hmm. people don't listen to that. Um, so we had to work around that. So we've learned different tricks to make sure the cars are off the road, kind of notifying people a little bit better. So now it's a little bit easier to get them off and make sure they're not in those parking spaces. And same with like luminary night, like it's making sure that we have the permissions we need, making sure our insurance is good. Cause we have, you have to have insurance to be doing this, yeah, um, of course. Making, you know, making sure that the city has it or whoever, um, you know, just getting all those permissions is kind of the first step. And then it's really like, all right, planning, getting the players that we want in there, um, creating the dot, like, you know, the graphics for Facebook and the website and all the social media and making sure we're posting and scheduling stuff out. So it's, it's more than just like one or two things. It's a lot. So, and this is you and a few interns. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, like it's pretty impressive. I don't sleep. No, I was going to say I don't sleep, but I do sleep. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, just, you know, hearing some of the challenges that you guys face and stuff, it, it really does make people more thankful and grateful that, you know, Mm -hmm. you're doing this, even though, you know, you might run into some issues or something Mm -hmm. like that, but you know, it's awesome to have somebody like you who sees that it's for the greater good and you know, yeah, it's what you got to do. Yeah. And you know, every time we throw an event, um, there's always changes for the next one. You know, last year's Luminary was the first year that we I like took over luminary night or like, you know, planned, mm-hmm. planned it. Um, and so like this year there's definitely changes, you know, we did a survey after last year's like, what do you guys want to see? 
you know, what kind of activities like, so we are implementing some um, stuff this year. We're doing a you know Christmas night market uh, we're doing, which is going to be really fun. That'll be awesome. Um, yeah. So that one's going to be smaller. It's going to be a bunch or a lot. As long as I get permission, yeah. <laughs> I just sent the email today. So we should be fine though. Um, it's going to be a smaller, a smaller market, probably like 15 vendors, but you know, very product or um, artisan focused just because yeah. it's mostly Christmas gifts and things like that. So we'll have that we'll have um, obviously horse and carriage rides and all the, we have 600 luminaries that will go around town. So if anybody wants to volunteer, let me know. Wow. <laughs> That's awesome. So, you know, and I know the cultural trust has a lot of fun activities planned for that. I think they're going to mm-hmm. have an outdoor bar, um, a sweater con- <laughs> contest, you know, so some fun stuff and we'll probably have a couple food trucks out. Yeah. All kinds of stuff. So yeah. your first luminary night was last year that I hosted. So luminary hosted. night this year is the mm-hmm. 50th year for it. So okay. last year, um, a couple of the merchants have been kind of running it for the last few years. And last year I was like, Hey, I really would love to help out and kind of just started implementing different things. You know, we did the make and take ornaments where kids could create ornaments and hang it yeah. on the tree that I don't think Greensburg's had a tree in a really long time. So we put a tree in the South Pennsylvania Avenue park lot. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, we get that donated and, have the lights donated and everything um, to be able to have that up for the whole season. So people can create ornaments and hang it on the tree. Um, We have a photo booth. We have all kinds of fun activities. Yeah. So, but yeah, last year was our first one. So this year, obviously there's definitely big changes. Yeah. Last year I planned on coming down my wife and my mom and all the kids and stuff. They all went down. I ended up in LA at that time (laughs) uh, for a quick job, but then you know, I was calling and I was talking to my wife and my mom and they were just talking about how much fun it was and mm-hmm. everything. Um, I just think that's, that's a lot of fun. Uh, the parklet down there, I think that's awesome. Mm-hmm. That's a great place to, you know, put the tree and, you know, have people go down there and add, you know, their flair to mm-hmm. the, to the have tree. Like, like a letters to Santa box there. So we'll have yeah. a station this year that is like the make and take ornament station. And then also letter to Santa station in like the same spot. If my office is open by then, it'll be there. I yeah. don't know if that's going to be the case. We're waiting on some stuff, but um, if that is the case, it'll be there, which is right across the street or it'll be at another location um, that people can go to. But the whole point of that event is kind of to get people to move around so, you know, there's activities at um, like kind of art in the alley, I believe, is where they're going to be doing stuff in the in the um, courtyard. And then uh, obviously all the stores and shops are going to be open and have like sales maybe or, you know, whatever they're going to have at their stores. Um, and then as you go further down Pennsylvania, obviously the, the activities at the, at the parklet uh, stage right will be out and about, I think. Um, and then as you go further down the mark, night market in Buncher and then the library has a lot of activities for kids. Um, in, in like the basement level, Santa's down there. Um, so you can go get a picture with him and the horse and carriages are there. So, oh, and there's live nativity too at the courthouse. That's awesome. So lots of stuff. There's tons of stuff going yeah, on. Really fun. And I'm sure, I'm sure I, I had heard rumors that there could be some new beers coming up for the holiday season. That would be sweet. We'll see. <laughs> so speaking of the parklet, I just wanted to, to talk about the, uh, the little, the food yeah. Um, pantries. Pantries. Mm-hmm. Yeah. How did you come up with this? I did not. Well, oh. I didn't come up with the final product that came right. up. Um, so you were at our little parklet cleanup the first right. year. Yeah. Um, you did a little video for us, which was awesome. Um, so this year we were doing it again, and I had happened to be meeting with the Greensburg Volunteer Fire Department mm-hmm. um, about an article. And they were talking about how their junior uh, I can't remember what it's called. Junior 424 something. It's their four. It's their junior program. Basically okay. that's the world's looking for junior program. Jeez. I didn't even have a beer today yet. <laughs> um, I should have brought some. I know I thought about it and then yeah. it just didn't happen. Sorry. Um, yeah. I'll go to the brewery afterwards. <laughs> right, yeah. um, but no, their, their junior program wanted to, you know, do a project. So they wanted to redo a little bit of the park lot, like clean it out a bit and mm-hmm. put in a little free pantry. And I was sitting there, I was like, oh my God, that was my idea for this year for the park was to put in a little free pantry. So they had um, already raised the money for the pantries and were raising money or sponsorships to replace the benches that were in the park. So they came in and did all of that. And then we kind of went back in uh, with some volunteers and cleaned out, replanted some plants, um, mulched everything and kind of just brought it back to life for like the summertime. Um, so then not only is the pantry in that park, 
There's also one at St. Clair and there's one at Lynchfield. Uh, we're working with a couple people right now to possibly put in two more in town. Um, so it's really great. Um, they're obviously getting used because I'm having trouble keeping them full. So I see that. Yeah. So it's been, you know, we created the Amazon wish list. Mm -hmm. So if people can't actually go to the store, purchase items and put them in there, they can just go online to our wish list, um, pick out the items and then they get delivered to us. And then we distribute them through, through the pantries or they can still obviously put them in themselves or they can donate on the 30th at our uh, small business Saturday event. They can donate products or yeah. items. See, I think, I think it's really cool that you give people different options. Mm-hmm. Uh, like, you know, you can run to the store, you can grab some stuff and throw it in there. But you know, for people who might not think to do that while they're at the store mm-hmm. or whatever, you know, jumping on the Amazon wish list, that's, that's awesome. And then yeah. that stuff gets delivered to me you um currently at my house it will get delivered to the office <laughs> right, once okay. we're in there <laughs> yeah i promise i do not eat any of the items they all get <laughs> put in the pantries um and then we bring them my interns and i will go through everything mm-hmm. um split them into boxes and then they go get then we distribute them to the boxes yeah um and kind of go through the boxes make sure everything in there is um in date so nothing's expired mm-hmm. nothing's broken or open um and kind of take out anything that we've seen that's been sitting there for a long time um dried beans we, we pulled um, just because I don't know if people know how to make dried beans. Right. We, I mean, realistically, I I know you have to soak them for a long time. That's yeah, all I know. <laughs> like, that's it. Mm-hmm. Like um, that. And it's some people who are using the pantry might not have the means to do that. Right. So we, we're, we did pull out some items. So, you know, on our wish list, we have a lot of ready made stuff that you can heat it up and some items you don't even need to heat up. Um, a lot of single servings versus, you know, big boxes of pasta, single serving pouches of ready-made stuff yeah. um, makes it a little bit easier. Well, that's awesome. What kind of things would you say are the best items? Uh, going into right now, like this mm-hmm. season, um, soups, stews, um, the ready-made stuff, um, hand warmers, like the uh, hot hands. Yeah. We have those on, on the wish list. Um, fruits and vegetables are always good. Um, we got um, the little um, packages of milk. You normally see them at Starbucks. They're like those organic. They're like little um, boxes of milk. Oh. But they're not, like, you don't have to be cold. Oh, okay. You know what yeah. I mean? Um, so we have those. I mean, they don't have to be cold, like, right now. Obviously, right. we want to try and keep them cold. But um, if they're in the boxes now, they're going to be very cold. <laughs> They'll be cold. Um, yeah, so those kind of things. We also do paper products, mm-hmm. feminine hygiene products, um, paper, uh, what's That's called awesome. silverware. Yeah. Diapers, wipes. Uh, we try to keep, put different stuff in there, or dog food, cat food. Yeah. Um, so there's a wide range. I need to go through the list and like add some more stuff um, to it. But yeah, we even have little things like just granola bars and um, yeah. pa- packs of, uh, what's it called? Like peanuts or like trail mix. Things trail like mix. That. Yeah. I was going to say goldfish. That's what I was thinking of. Goldfish nice. crackers. Yeah. So we have like a wide range of stuff and everything. Like if you would go on, like you have a lot of options to choose from. If you're mm-hmm. like, Hey, I'm going to spend 20 bucks. I can get these two things. You yeah. Know? That's awesome. So. That it's really cool. Like I wouldn't even have thought mm-hmm. diapers, uh, you yeah. know, like feminine hygiene products, things like that. I mean, that's all, that's all stuff that absolutely people need. Yeah. And, and you just don't you know, think about you it. You don't think about it yeah. at all. I mean, I would think, uh, you know, right, at, right off the bat, I would think, uh, canned goods, you yeah. know what I mean? Like yeah. that's kind of, which is, which is great. And we do have a lot of canned goods in there. Yeah. Um, only thing I, the only problem I see with canned goods mm-hmm. is if somebody doesn't have a can opener. Right. Yeah. You know what I mean? So that's why I've kind of chosen items that are single mm-hmm. serving. Cause they're normally like the little the pop, pop tops. Top. Yeah. Yeah. Or they're plastic covers so that's the only reason why i really chose those was because yeah. it was just a little bit easier to open if you didn't have something like right, that to yeah. open it with and that's good that's good that you know people are gonna be able to hear about this and stuff so you know pop tops definitely mm-hmm. important yeah so yes but yeah we're doing a little food drive on november 30th which is small business saturday so we'll be set up um in the park lot with um obviously boxes to collect items maps and now we're kind of switching subjects sorry um, but, right. you know kind of going into it yeah um maps of town and the stores that are open their hours are open and they see all the deals they'll have for that day we'll be there for that hopefully we'll have the small business saturday bags we're waiting for those to get in from what american express does national small business saturday yeah and then we're gonna have some greensburg apparel Nice. For the first time. That's finally. awesome. I love <laughs> yeah. swag. Yeah. So we're going to, we're going to have that for sale. Um, and then we'll have an online store yeah. too. 
That's awesome. I use my bag for pretty much everything. Oh, the night market bag? Yep. Yep. I take my, uh, or the small business Saturday bag. Oh, that one. Yeah. But I, uh, yeah, I take that thing everywhere. Lunch on shoot days or something like that. It just needs a little bag to put stuff in. <laughs> I take yeah, that thing it's, to Aldi's. It's the best. The, um, the only problem with them, they're a little bit too small. So if I go to Aldi's, I need small. like six of them to be like, yeah. <laughs> go buy everything. <laughs> I'm like this weird guy that goes and like, I don't know what I want to eat until the day, like today. Yeah. That's when I decide what I want to eat for dinner. So I go and buy like a meal a day. I'm it's a real like weird guy. the worst guy. way to do it. I know. It's probably <laughs> the most expensive thing in the world to do. Yeah. But yeah. it's just, I don't know. Well, I walk guy. into Aldi's and it's just like, I buy, I want to buy everything. So I'm like, I oh, these snacks look good. It's like Target right. when you go and you black out, you know, you know like, <laughs> I only spend a hundred dollars. <laughs> so let's talk beer fest. Yes. Yes. So. Good times. <laughs> this, Yeah. Good times. So as far as just like craft beer goes, mm-hmm. <clears throat> just read the article that uh, I forget who posted. Uh, I think Invisible Man actually just posted. Oh, yes. The, the one that. In, yeah. Yeah. So craft beer is like the number two most popular thing in Pennsylvania right now. I that is it. You over know, 300 breweries in Pennsylvania. Right? Yeah. And that's crazy because like whenever people think of craft beer, a lot of people think Colorado, California. Mm-hmm. Things like that. Pennsylvania is like up there. Yeah. We're we're there. Yeah. There's a lot of breweries. It's nuts. It makes it hard to go to all of them. But right? <laughs> yeah, but there's a lot. Yeah. Yeah. There is. Uh like, so how did you how did you come up with the idea for this? Um, I didn't for this one. Um yeah. a friend of mine, Jen, she worked for a distributor for a while. Okay. And she came to me and Ashley, who owns Flat Tire, because we were doing the beer mile. Um, up at the fairgrounds for the rodeo of Westmoreland. And she was like, you guys should do a craft beer week. We really should do it in Greensburg. And we're like, no, we're not doing it. We we don't want to do this event. They were, she was just opening flat tires. There was a lot going on. Mm -hmm. So we said, no, um, fast forward a year. And, um, the project was sort of starting to take off a little bit. So she's like, you should do it. You should do it. I said, okay, we'll do it. So we did that. This, this year was the third year. So we did in, what, what year is this, 19? So we did it in 2017 was the first year for Craft Beer Week. I think we had like 35 events that year. Um, it was really well received by the breweries and the people who were, you know, the bars and restaurants that were involved. Yeah. And obviously it's kind of grown each year. Last year was the first year we did Homebrew and Chill, which was our homebrew competition at All Saints, yeah. which is super fun. And then this year, um, we actually cut back on events a little bit this year from last year. Last year, we had like 45. This year, we cut back to about 35, 37. It's a little bit easier to for people to handle that many yeah. events. Um, you know, we're, we're a semi-large area with the greater Greensburg, but we're not a huge area that we can handle a ton of events at right, the moment. Yeah. Um, so we kind of cut it back a little bit, but our focus was less events, better, better quality events. Mm-hmm. That's kind of like... What I always think of is yeah. don't do as many, just do them better. So yeah. no, that's a you know, so that, that, that was kind of it. the focus this year for it. So the homebrew and chill, I think uh, that that's something that I think is the coolest. Um, just because I know a bunch of guys that used to like brew beer mm-hmm. in their in their garage or in their basement or whatever, and there's really no outlet for them to share what they're doing, mm-hmm. uh, short of going to your friend's barbecue and just mm-hmm. like bringing it a keg with you or yeah. something or, you know, something like that. But that I think is really like kind of motivating for these guys who are, mm-hmm. you know, home brewers brewing maybe like five gallon batches or something, yeah. you know, a little bit more than that. But, um, and then you can start to, you know, kind of network with other people and things like that. I mean, who knows, you know, what, what that could turn into. Yeah. There's so many breweries around here. Somebody could say like, Hey, your beer's so good. Let's partner and we can we can do it at my place or yeah. something like that. Yeah. I mean, I think that's you know the, the most home, like a lot of the breweries came from a home brewer. I For mean, sure. Invisible Man Ted home brewed. Mm-hmm. You know, it came from that. So, and Jeff at All Saints has been very supportive of, of home brewers his whole career. So, you know, that was kind of the perfect location to have it. In the first year we had Craft Beer Week, um, I got messages being like, "Are you doing anything for home brewers?" And that year, I didn't really even think about it just because right. it was the first year. I didn't know what I was doing. You know, I was like, I researched a ton um, to make sure that, like, I wasn't going to screw it up, <laughs> you know, right, the, the yeah. week. Um, and then, you know, next, this, the, last year, obviously, I was like, all right, we're going to do a big event. You know, it's the only event that's that we actually put on mm-hmm. for the week. Um, we'll, we'll sometimes do a night market or, like, something little, but, like, that's our big ticketed event that we do for the entire week. So, 
we wanted to make sure that it was done right. And we've done a lot of events before downtown Greensburg project. We worked with Ashley from the bike shop for a few years and we used to do triathlons and marathons and all these things. So I have that event background right. to be able to host something. And, you know, before we hosted homebrew and show, I went to beer festivals and a few of those just to see like, okay, I like this about this. I like, I didn't like this mm-hmm. to make sure that I was hitting the mark on all the things I need to hit on, you know, making sure there's water, you know, making yeah. sure that there's enough glassware um, and there's garbage and that's getting taken care of and make sure the, the brewers haven't what they need, you know, doing the squirt bottle of rinsing out glass glasses instead of buckets of water you know right. little things that just yeah. make it um not not really unique but just make it run smoother right you know so yeah it was a lot of fun last year it was really fun this year um this year we added the collaboration beers where we partnered two breweries together um you know pick names out of a hat put them together then we then at one of our meetings so we have meetings starting in march so we start this like I already stay planning for next year. We already have some events scheduled, but you know, we start meeting with brewers and bars, restaurants, anybody who wants to be involved in March. So we start pretty early for the September event. But um, at one of our meetings, we had the brewers pick and pick an ingredient out of a hat. And that was the ingredient they had to incorporate into their beer. And then we did a tasting at VIP for those this year. So that was really fun. It was really well, well received. So we'll see what we do next year with that. That's awesome. Yeah. That's such a cool thing. I mean, like just to, you know, you're getting a ton of people involved mm-hmm. and you know, those, the, the people who are super into this, you know, that's the kind of stuff that they would go, they would want to see yeah. or want to taste because, you know, uh, you know, what brewery was it? Maybe Trogues or something. They would release like some of their scratch beers mm-hmm. and things yeah. like that. And those things would fly off. Of yeah. I mean, it's just like can releases now. Yeah. You know, sometimes that some breweries, people are waiting in line forever for a can release. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, so it's always fun to sort of incorporate that into the week. You know, some of the breweries are like, Oh, we're going to have a release. I think yellow bridge had a release um, with their collaboration with tapped. Um, they did it last year called yapped. And then, <laughs> so they did it again. They did another iteration of it this year. And so they always release it like the Thursday like kind of like as a pre event, right. Um, they'll release it and tap brings food out and, you know, it's just a nice little event and they, um, have cans of that beer and then obviously on draft too. So those are fun to kind of have their releases during the week. That's cool. Uh, on the last episode, Dasher was talking to me. He said that he was the guest MC for the the tricycle race. Yes, for- he was. He did a great job. Yeah, <laughs> he said he had a blast talking about. That's such uh, a great event. It's it, it didn't go right. I didn't get to go. I was like <sighs> busy this this time. It was around. so hot this year at that yeah. event. It was nuts. I had there's a lot of like trips and stuff that we have scheduled throughout that we really need to like rein in <laughs> for next year. Cause like we end up missing a lot of these cool things. Like for the night market, whenever you had the balloons across mm-hmm. the thing, I was in DC. Yeah. Luminary night. I was in LA. Yeah. It's just like, I'm, I'm tired of like missing the cool things that happen yeah. around here because I am like one of the guys who want this to happen the most. Yeah. You know what I mean? So you, you need to like, we need to send you the schedule like early. Be like, Hey, so this is going on. So right, make yeah. sure your, your vacation is planned accordingly. There you go. Yeah, I get the list of secrets. Yeah. <laughs> but um, I mean, just as far as, you know, having people coming out to these events and things like that, like, are you seeing like a much bigger turnout like year after year or is it like, you know, pretty steady? Um, this year for Craft Beer Week, um, it was weird for me because I missed some some things. There was some mm-hmm. stuff going on. Uh, personally, so I wasn't at everything this year. Um, Homebrew and Chill was really great. We had some issues at that event. Our food truck didn't show up, which is always Uh-oh. great. Um, which was all right. We rallied. Yeah. We got the uh, Baldies brought pizza. Lamplighter brought a bunch of food, and so we set up a food thing and we sold food. So you know we nice. had to turn that around in like a half hour, forty five minutes, get Holy food there. Holy shit! And yeah, I went and sat in the cooler for ten minutes and cried. <laughs> I also got locked in the freezer at All Saints. Oh no. Yeah, it was it was a funny thing. It was funny. I laughed hysterically. It was funny. How did it was that before <laughs> it was before the food truck thing. Um they were having a meeting for homebrewers talking about the judging cuz we had mm-hmm. BJCP judging this year and I wanted to check on ice. It was so hot. I wanted to make sure we had enough ice. I'd ordered like 1500 pounds of ice, oh, you know, shit. for this event. So we just, I was just checking on that. So I went in the freezer and the door shut behind me and my flip-flop got stuck on the floor. I don't know if it was because it was hot and it was cold and it just stuck. <laughs> oh, yeah. And I like went to pull my foot up and I was like, oh, I broke my flip-flop. I was like, this sucks. I got to figure this out. But um, then I was like counting the bags. I went to push and it has like one of those little rounds. Right, yeah. You just push it. I know exactly what and, you're Yeah, about. and I was like, oh, 
but then I was like not getting out. And I was like, well, it's really nice in here. It's super hot outside. So I wasn't <laughs> super upset for like a couple of minutes. I was like, someone's going to look for me. And I was like, oh, I'll call somebody because I had my phone. Well, you can't call in a freezer because it's like super insulated. So you can't. Basically like a Faraday cage or something. Yeah, I was like, oh, this is not good. So I just ended up banging on the door a bunch of times and I got out, but somebody came and got me. (laughs) They're like, "Uh, hello. And I was like, hi, I got locked in here. (laughs) Yeah. So that that day was pretty crazy. Um, It was good though. We have Josh um, from Spare Change, or uh, he does our music for that event. We had the photo booth out. We had this big homebrew and chill sign. that Moxie events helped us do with mm-hmm. the background and like everything like that. So we have the Laurel Highlands Poor Tour. Have you done that yet or gone? Well, I got Did my, you, get, you got your passport. I got my little passport. Oh, good. We have two of those in my club box. Yeah. So yeah, we got to start getting our stamps. Yeah. Every time we go, we don't get it stamped. You just forget. We forget. <laughs> well, so, yeah, it's, yeah, you get like a fun little sticker. Yeah. It's locations. So that's what we need to do. Yeah. So like they were there for a sip brew box, which is an awesome beer subscription swag box mm-hmm. that you can do they were there um so yeah we had some we had a really fun time at that one That's but yeah awesome. but overall i think to kind of circle back from my craziness right. um i do think there's an increase in people going i think last year because we had so many events there was a night where we probably had like seven events there's just people are trying to hop so yeah. you're not really feeling if it's busy or not right. you know what i mean yep. so you know having less events but better quality kind of helps us yeah on the numbers numbers uh, that's side. a good point yeah I mean, I could imagine that people want to like, you know, yeah, bounce I mean, around. I do that all night. Well, for sure. Every, yeah. I think the Monday we had like sushi and beer. We had, I don't know. We had like four events, three or four events the Monday after mm-hmm. homebrew and chill. And me and, and Elise Michelle, she, um, she's the photographer we use mm-hmm. for pretty much all of our stuff, like our events and everything. She, her and I went around to like all the events, hopped around, got some food, made sure we got to everything. But like. If other people, like, I know other people at other events were like, oh, we're going here next or, oh, we're going here. So it's really fun to see that people do hop events. Um, we just have to make sure that, like, when they're getting scheduled that we're not loading up on certain nights. So I do make sure, like, when people are like, hey, I want to have this event. All right, here's where we're low or light, right, yeah. you know, because we can't have everything on a Thursday or a Wednesday yeah. night. So. So was the um, the beer festival that they had at the uh, at the museum, was that that was part of uh um, beer? the Oktoberfest one yeah that was after oh. so that was the launch of okay. their um or on top okay. so that was in the, that was in October or if you're talking about Kelly's event like the event at the, that the cultural trust did I know that I saw you guys you guys had a table blues brews and barbecue yep yeah that yeah. was like okay. our kickoff event okay yeah I yeah, think we that's coming back next year so yeah that was a lot of fun yeah that was really fun they that did a great job awesome. for a first year event um, so I'm excited to have that one back for mm-hmm. sure. Yeah, that was a good time. Um, we did go to the uh, the museum one as well, mm-hmm. the Oktoberfest. That was a lot of fun. Yeah, I'm trying to get them to do it during Craft Beer Week next yeah. year. So if they did that, oh, geez, <laughs> that I think that'd be really awesome to have both, um, you know, kind of big organizations in town host mm-hmm. events. So yeah, we're hoping to have that too. Yeah, we'll see. I, I think it's really awesome that they that you are partnering with them because they have mm-hmm. such an awesome space up there. Yeah. I mean, the parking lot. But then you know, if you're out there and you're you're having some drinks or doing whatever you're doing, going around and shopping, you know, how hard is it to walk 15 more feet and go into the museum and and check yeah. out all yeah. the amazing? I mean, it's, stuff it's free now too, so you yeah. can kind of go in whenever you want. Um, we've been big supporters of the museum for mm-hmm. quite a while. Um, it's beautiful. I mean, there's nice to just kind of hang out and just kind of walk through. Um, there was some really good exhibits usually. So the last one was awesome. The, oh, I'm going to butcher his name and I don't even want to say it. Oh. It was really beautiful. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> We're just going to go with that because yeah. I don't want to, and it would just be terrible. Pop art. Yes. The pop yes. art guy. Yes. Yeah. He did the posters for movies. Yeah. Um, yeah. So that's exciting. And then hopefully um, you are part of this project, the collection 273 project. You did that, didn't you? You had photos in that one. I didn't, I actually didn't have any photos in that. Did I not choose any yours or you not submit? I didn't submit. Oh. You did tell me about it. And I thought it was like one of the coolest things. So I went and told like all of my photographer friends it. about it. And then I ended up like, oh shit, I didn't do anything for this. <laughs> and the first time you and I met, we talked about that mm-hmm. uh, when we met down at the White Rabbit. And I thought it was like such a cool idea because there's so many like unique people around here. Yeah. That you could go and photograph. Yeah. You want to talk about the the project a little bit? Yeah. So, so I don't even know. Was it 2016, 2017? 2017. We did, 2017, right. we did collection 273, which was basically show us your Greensburg. So people were able to take photos 
um, of, you know, whatever they found in Greensburg that, that was interesting to them. Um, and then they submitted it via Instagram with um, a hashtag and they tagged us at, it was like at collection 273 was the thing at that point. I don't mm-hmm. even, I can't even get into the account anymore. So I'm kidding me one maybe. <laughs> um, but you know, so we, they could submit photos and then I would share the ones that we chose to be part of the project. So then the museum came to us and said, Hey, we would love to have this as an exhibit. So we were uh, lucky enough to be able to have an exhibit at the, in the Robert Shaw, Gall- Robert Shaw gallery, which is the one when you first walk into the right. Mm-hmm. Um, and you know, they print all the photos and we, everyone had to write like a little story or a couple sentences with the photo that they submitted. So all of those were listed in like a little book. And then if they were a part of that project, it was the launch of art on tap that season that year. Mm-hmm. So anybody who was a part of that got to come to art on tap and, um, kind of see their photos exhibited and kind of enjoy that event. So yeah, it was awesome. So yeah, hopefully, right. hopefully we're going to do it again. Yeah. We might be, we might bring that back. I mean, just for local artists to see their stuff in mm-hmm. a museum, yeah, printed, hanging on the wall or in a book, mm-hmm. things like that. I mean, that's like, that's next level stuff. That's, yeah. that's got to make you that was, that was early. That was early on too. And I was like, yeah. this is so fun. <laughs> like, and I'd like, I don't think at that point I really understood like, I understood, but like, did it, it didn't feel like, it didn't feel like it was my project or mm-hmm. downtown Greensburg project project, but, and we had a couple photos in there or I had a couple photos in there, but like, it wasn't mine. It was for everybody else who was coming to see their right. stuff, you know, but it was really fun. And, um, yeah, I loved it. I want to do it. I want to do it again. I maybe called something different because yeah. 273 was the amount of days we had from the start of the project to the end of submissions. Okay. So that's why it was 273. Everyone, everyone, no one understood why, like everyone asked me how many I times. was about like, to ask. Yeah. yeah, that's what it was. So that's we're going to cool. see what we're going to do. Um, hopefully maybe, maybe we can start that back up in January. Yeah. We'll see. That's awesome. I need, I need something else to keep me occupied. <laughs> right. So well, let's do that. <laughs> Doesn't seem like it. It seems like yeah. you're busy as hell. What but do you have project like stuff. coming up? Is there, are there, are there some things that, you know, events or, any kind of like things that you're involved with that you have coming up here in the um, next few months? I mean, obviously like small business Saturday, mm-hmm. we, we kind of do that a little event for that. It's such Luminary a great night. time. Yeah. I love it's it. Fun. I, like I like to it. see that it's, it's getting busier every year. Yeah. Uh, like when I came back from Lancaster, um, moved here and stuff like small business Saturday was kind of, uh, quiet. Yeah. And now that there's people like you involved Things are starting to get out to social media. Mm-hmm. Uh, thank God that people, our parents' age, are starting to use social <laughs> we like, like Facebook. <laughs> right? Um, it was it was really good when it was just an edu email too. Right? Yeah, <laughs> it was so good. It was like a secret club. <laughs> now, <laughs> but, now um, it's not. <laughs> now it's not. Uh, but Small Business Saturday, I think, is like such an important thing. That's something that I look forward to every single year. Yeah. Um, you know. Whether, even if you don't have, you know, the disposable income to go and and shop a lot, mm-hmm. like, I don't know, go to lapels and buy some like Tommy Bahama shirt or yeah, something yeah. like that. Still, there are ways that you can do it, you know, like go out and have lunch, go out yeah. to deviate and grab some coffee, yeah. uh, buy some pastries, go up to the, yeah. uh, the White Rabbit, grab, you know, some amazing things that they have going on up there. Yeah, it's pretty much just about some, geez, that was, I was trying to say it's something and then it like... Awesome how that happened. My so. brain went faster than my mouth. <laughs> <laughs> um, you know, it's just about supporting your local area. Right. You know, um, so that's kind of the whole point of Small Business Saturday is to do that. You know, people always are like, oh, this is so great. Like, everywhere should do this. I'm like, it's national. <laughs> like, right. I think some people don't realize that it's like American Express does it, you know. And they, yeah. but, but they do give you all of those products, like the bags and the signage. And, mm-hmm. you know, they give, do give you that to us, So it's, which is really awesome so we can give it out to the community. Um, it sucks when we run out of bags. Some people, people get really frustrated when we run out of bags. <laughs> but it's like they only give us so many. Like, you yeah. can't really do anything about it. Um, but, yeah, so it's really awesome. And it's now that, like, people are really starting to go out, it's, okay, well, now people are like, well, what's where's this store? Where's So now mm-hmm. we've kind of done the maps and the um, listing of what's actually going on that day, who's open, if anybody's having any specials. Uh, we try to do that so that people do know. And we'll list that on our website too. Yeah. Um, whenever we get that information from the businesses. Yeah. But yeah. I, I think that it's, it, it's fun to see what's happening down on Pennsylvania Avenue mm-hmm. and, you know, see almost 
any night start to mimic a small business Saturday. Like yeah. it's it's very cool that the local community is going out and supporting local businesses. Mm. That's how it was when I lived in Lancaster. And that was something that I just got so accustomed to that it was like I would never drive a half an hour to get yeah. to the Walmart because I could get anything I wanted in town. Yeah, yeah I do. Yeah. I do think that's something that, you know, it's going to become become more livable. Absolutely. Um, it's, it's definitely come. It's, I mean, it takes time. People are like. Mm-hmm the Facebook people, you know, right. when you're on there, you see the comments and be like, well, they should do this or they should do that. Or this isn't fast enough. Or why are they doing this? It takes time. It does take time. Um, you know, there's been a lot of changes government wise, mm-hmm. um, whether it's regulations or things like that, you know, locally to make things a little bit easier. Um, so hopefully that will spark some more, you know, development, and everything like that. But, you know, re redoing a building that's been empty for 10 years, doesn't happen instantly. You know what I Definitely mean? Um, it, it takes a lot of time, takes a lot of money, takes a lot of people. Mm-hmm. So I think the seeing that people like to see it like already done, you know, and I, think, yeah. I would love to see that too, but you know, it doesn't, it's not like that. And um, it's, it takes time, but it's, it's coming. There's more right. coming. Um, South Pennsylvania, there's other stuff happening on that street that people don't even know about yet. Right. Yeah. Um, which is super exciting that we'll talk about someday. Cool. <laughs> That's awesome. I know just like, you know, everything is not, HGTV, you know, there's mm. not like this, this team of like 9,000 people that like go in and like finish a building you, yeah. in like a week or anything like that. So it's like to be patient and, mm-hmm. and to see these things happening and then enjoy the, the small wins, like enjoy yeah. what is happening. I mean, it's, it's like a wave Yeah. because when I got here, there really wasn't anything happening. Now there's a lot happening. I feel mm-hmm. like. And it's only going to get better. I mean, with people like yourself and the cultural trust and things like that, who are really throwing everything into to doing stuff like this, yeah, spreading the word and, you know, enticing people to come down and really just support the community and things. It's, it's awesome. Yeah. I We're mean, seeing a ton of improvement and growth every yeah. year. And like, even just on South Pennsylvania Avenue alone, um, within like the last six months or like it's still in progress, there's been mm-hmm. six or seven projects, you know, um, some haven't even started yet. So it's really like that street is flipping and it's flipping fast. You know, um, there's the new restaurant that's going to open there. I'm not sure when, um, is that in the one eleven spot? Yeah. It's, okay. it's called the venue. So it, it should open. I, I'm not sure. Um, mm-hmm. I do see some updates like on what's happening, but, I don't really know too much information on exact dates yet. Um, But, you know, that's happening. Um, You know, the new facade where like lapels and McFeely's is, Mm -hmm. that was completely redone. They got all new windows and it looks really really nice. gorgeous. Yeah. You know, 12th 12th Octave just opened, which is a music uh, studio for classes. And they do some art, other art things there. You know, the the co-working space that's going to open at the end of that street on 4th, it's called 4th and Penn. Penn. It's on the corner of 4th and Penn. Um, I was just talking to the owner, John, today about it. And it, like kind of their progress, you know, so they're going to be opening hopefully soon ish beginning of next year yeah. Um, for our first co-work space, which I think is something that's needed in town. So it's, it's, there's a lot going on for sure. Yeah. I mean, just the amount of things that I've become privy to just from doing the podcast and talking to different people mm-hmm. um, is, is crazy. I just keep learning more and more and more about all the things that are going on. And I think it's like, it's just so cool, you know, just to keep seeing all of this progress. Like I said, what do you want to see come up, come next? I'm like real happy as far as like business wise and stuff Mm -hmm. like that. I'm like real happy with what's going on now. I think that's like really awesome. Um, I'm a big fan. I know olives and peppers isn't kind of like a local business. Mm -hmm. You know, they got a couple, couple different restaurants. I think there's three of them, Mm -hmm. but, uh, that, that restaurant is is so good, mm-hmm. and that's the first one I think is out kind of near your area, like Trafford, Irwin. Oh yeah, it is in Trafford. Yeah, it's on one thirty in Trafford. Like yeah, they have a couple so, other ones. I just don't know what's going on with that either. So don't yeah, ask me that. One. It's like very <laughs> slow moving because I drive past there a lot. I park up there uh, in the Kearns lot yeah, to yeah. come here, and I'm always just kind of like peeking over there, looking to see what's happening. And there's really not much happening, yeah. but. I think that's really cool. I was real curious about what was going in the 111 space because mm-hmm. when 111, the restaurant was there, that was something that I was just like, oh man, this is like really good food. It's mm-hmm. very nice. It's fancy in here. Uh, the bar was fun. I mean, 
it was just a place like, you know, I worked around the corner at that point. So yeah. I could just go up and grab a drink, mm-hmm. you know, after work or something and go home. It wasn't anything like, you know, you had to drive anywhere to go decompress after work yeah. or anything. Yeah. Just walk down, walk up, you know, go home. Yeah. I mean, that's what I like about, you know, downtown. Now it's turning a little bit more livable because you mm-hmm. can kind of walk around a bit, you know, yeah. like when I lived above the brewery, um, there wasn't anything below us at that point when I was there at that moment mm-hmm. next door, obviously was still completely empty, you know, right for a long time. You know, I would go, we would go, me and Ashley would go to Poorhouse like every single night. Yeah. You know, this is before Hugo's came in. Hugo's came in right before I'm right before I moved yeah. back to Irwin. So, you know, it, it was a lot of, it was great to like walk down the street and grab dinner or like walk up to white rabbit or deviate and get coffee. So, you know, it's been really cool. And I'm hoping that, you know, with more apartments going in, like in the building I'm in, there's mm-hmm. going to be 10 up there. They're going to be super nice. That's crazy. Yeah. They're, they're insane. Like, yeah. They're crazy. They're so beautiful. Like, and they're not even done yet. There's just, they're not done yet, but they're yeah. so nice. Um, but you know, with those coming in and probably other projects that could have apartments in it, I don't, I honestly don't know. Um, you know, there's going to be more people living downtown. So hopefully that kind of, encourages some maybe a market or maybe some things where it is that you can just walk everywhere to do what you want to do. It is really neat. You don't have to drive or park. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's neat to see just, you know, like I said, the progress happening and things like that. Um, One thing that I did want to ask you though. Do I believe in parking? What's that? (laughs) Do I believe in the parking? You want to talk about parking? We can talk about it later. You want, you want to later? I mean, we can do it now. It's uh, Kelly asked me, she said, you know, flat out. She was just like, do you, do you get frustrated with the parking? Mm-hmm. And me personally, I don't, I'm just like, you're not guaranteed parking anywhere. It's yeah. you go to an event in Pittsburgh that if you get there first, you have you prime spot, parking. Yeah. If you come, you know, 10 minutes before the show starts, then yeah, you mm-hmm. get some walking to do. I mean, it's just, it's like that. It's, it's, it's a city. It's not a yeah. big city, but it is, it's a city. Yeah. So I mean, um, like, yeah. So, I mean, I feel the same way. Like I normally have, you know, I know where to park. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's always in, like, I'm always, I pay for parking, you know, it's like, yeah. I do have a couple spots where like people don't always remember that there's a lot there, which is always like email and DL. So you always, right, yeah. spot. <laughs> but, um, you know, I, I started a little bit of a Facebook fight the last week and I did delete the post just because, and I know you're not supposed to do that. And I know that more than anybody, but I still did it. Yeah. Um, but I had asked a, cause I asked on Instagram, you probably saw it and I asked it on Twitter and then I took it to Facebook, which was the wrong move because it's Facebook. Mm-hmm. Um, but I asked like, if you don't, what, what did I say exactly? It was like, um, do you really support small businesses if you refuse to go to them, if you can't park directly in front of it? I didn't see that. Yeah. So I still believe that, Mm -hmm. you know, you're not supporting a business if you refuse to go. Obviously there's different situations for everybody. If you're elderly handicap, you know, you have children, small children that, you know, it's difficult with them completely understand. But if you have the means or the ability to go to a small business and you're not because you can't park within one or two spots. Yeah. And I understand there's other ways to support. Maybe you can shop online. A lot of downtown Greensburg businesses don't have online shopping right. or maybe you could share a post. That's great, but mm-hmm. your money does more for them sometimes than anything else because right. you know, that money is paying for their food on the table that night sometimes, yeah. you know? So, I mean, I it did start a bit of a fight. I did start a good conversation about parking, uh, about some things that I would love to take, um, to some, to, you know, talk to council members about and see like, Hey, what can we do this? Or can we do that? Or, yeah. you know, um, it also started people telling me I was shaming them cause they shopped at Walmart. <laughs> I was like, I don't want shaming you. Right. I'm just yeah. telling you like, cool. You go to Walmart, but right. I mean, <laughs> like, I mean, I do too, but so do I, I mean, I shop there. If I can buy something locally, um, I'll, I'll go do it. Mm-hmm. Um, the last thing that I want to do if I'm, Monday, for instance, if I'm trying to fix my bathroom sink, the mm-hmm. last thing I want to do is dr- take 30 all the way oh, out to Home Depot yeah. or Lowe's. I just ran down to Bortz, grabbed something real quick, went home. Super it's easy. literally faster sometimes. It, it is. I mean, like where I live, like we don't, I don't live like a downtown. I live mm-hmm. in North Huntington. So like even like a residential area. Right. So for me, I have to go to like Target or something like that. 
Mm-hmm. Um, and Target's just dangerous. <laughs> you're going to spend money. Sure and is. like, I'd rather, you know, go to, if I'm going to buy clothes, I'd rather buy it at a local place. So like, you yeah. know, I try, but, um, you have to go to those places because of where I live, but here yeah. you're, they have the opportunity to kind of pop into some of these places mm-hmm. that are locally owned. You know, sometimes they've been around for a really long time. And the you know it's that, and then it could be oh well, but let, let's just say a business closed. Um, yeah. Let's say it was called like Bob's. We'll just mm-hmm. say like something random. They sold I don't know, I don't know phone Shoot. cases, phone cases. <laughs> there you go. I'm trying not to put anything that anybody has because I don't ever want to jinx anybody. <laughs> yeah, okay. <laughs> you, know? <laughs> you know, and it was oh, well, I just bought mine online. Yeah. And it's like oh okay cool, and you were friends with them. You know, it's mm-hmm. like it's really hard. Like you want to support your friends, but right. you know. Sometimes it's nice to just go in and buy it. It is. If you have to walk a half a block, it's not, it's not terrible. Yeah. Um, we do under, I do understand. I say we, I, I do understand like there is, there are hills in Greensburg, you know, we're not a flat area. Right. We can't change the topography. You just can't like, I'm sorry, <laughs> like, you know, but um, yeah. So like it was, it was, it was a little strong. It was a strong message and I knew that yeah. and it was meant to be. I, I don't see anything wrong with it. I wish I would have seen it yeah. because a I would have just been reading the comments, just like you know eating the popcorn, <laughs> eating the popcorn. watching watching the comments roll. Your, your your gif would have been just that Absolutely. one. Absolutely, <laughs> yeah. Michael Jackson sitting in the yeah. uh, sitting in the movie theater. But it just like I understand circumstances. Yeah, hundred percent. That, 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 yeah, that does not mean <laughs> yeah. And but. What I get out of like, like I said, Thursday nights, you know, me and my wife go, we usually hit Oliver's, hit Invisible Man or, you know, before Invisible Man was there, we'd maybe run up to the Rialto and grab a beer mm-hmm. afterwards or Toads or something. Um, I like parking further away because yeah. that gives us an opportunity to, to walk around. Yeah. Like I like walking around the city. That's something that I appreciate doing because I lived in Lancaster because mm-hmm. I spent a lot of time in Pittsburgh. Yeah. Things like that. I mean, like, did you live, um, you know, outside? Like, where did you? I grew up in Irwin. I grew up in North Huntington. Okay. Went to Slip Rock for school. Lived here for a little bit. I'm back in Irwin. Um, I travel a lot, you know, and I normally go. I normally travel a lot. I'm in Pittsburgh a lot, too. Um, Whether it's client work Mm -hmm. or, you know, meeting with friends. Like, I do try to, and I'll travel. Like, normally after craft beer week, I do a solo trip. Mm -hmm. Um, And go to like a city. So last year I went to Portland, Maine by oh, myself. That's awesome. It was gorgeous. And it was, I mean, it was extremely walkable. Um, yeah. I took, did an Airbnb and like a house and I walked everywhere unless it was like late at night. I took an Uber back, mm-hmm. but for like one mile, I was like, Oh, I was like, Jess, you have to like take an Uber. <laughs> so, right, yeah. you know, um, but it was awesome. And they had some really like the coolest stuff. Um, just how some of their businesses were set up in some mm-hmm. of the breweries. It was really cool. Um, I would love to see that happen. Some of those things happen here. There was like container boutiques, like shipping containers created into yeah, boutiques. Oh man, that's so awesome. They were really cool. So I'm like, knock down a building and do it. Right. <laughs> but um, be- yeah, so we do get a lot of ideas that way. Yeah. I mean, I think what we talked about on the first episode, uh, me and Sean were talking about just like, you know, I lived in Lancaster for a short period of time. He lived down in the Southside Works. Mm-hmm. And that's people our age are, we're seeing things that are happening in places that, you know, now we don't live, but mm-hmm. now we live here. And we want, we want to like bring a little bit of, of that into our area. Yeah. And I think that there's enough of us that have experienced that, whether it be living somewhere else or travel a lot or something mm-hmm. like that, that, I, I see it happening and it's, yeah. it's incredible. Yeah. And it's, it's really cool when someone's like, I remember there was people that walked into the white elephant boutique mm-hmm. when they first opened. It was like, I can't believe this is in Greensburg. Right. And like with them and the brewery next door, we can't believe this is here because I feel like some people our age have been waiting for things like this to come in. Yeah. Cause it's still boutiques we have are fantastic, mm-hmm. but you know, bringing in something fresh every once in a while isn't a bad thing. Um, it helps everybody in the long run by, you know, you're going to one store, you're going to go to the other stores. Yeah. Um, so, but I think those have really helped. And for people to say that is kind of exciting to hear because then they're like, Oh, what's coming next? Yeah. You know, I mean the night of the opening, uh, for the white rabbit and the invisible mm-hmm. man, like we, when we were there, we're inside this building, you know, you're there, you're talking to your friends, you're having fun, you're drinking beers. And then, you know, you step outside for a minute 
And that's when like, I looked at my wife and, and my friend Megan and was like, we're in fucking Greensburg. Yeah. <laughs> like, this is awesome. Like, this yeah. is the coolest thing. Yeah. Like, that's like whenever I do night market and mm-hmm. what, when it's on the, like when it's on the street and there's the balloons and it's packed, yeah. I'm like, whoa, like, yeah. you know, this is in Greensburg and like, it's awesome. Like, and I'm like, I can't wait to do it again. You know? It really and then I'm also like, cool oh, it stresses me, but <laughs> you know, <laughs> that's well, why people are like, why do we always see you at a bar? I'm like, this, <laughs> this is why. Yeah. Speaking of which, <laughs> so we have hit an hour. Oh, so yes, yes. I would like to have you just kind of, you know, plug up all the things. Where can people find you? Where can they get information about, uh, you know, What's the downtown on? Greensburg project? Everyone knows what the downtown Greensburg yeah. project is. Sometimes. But, um, you know, as far as what you have to share for future events coming up or anything like that, yeah. if you want to. Sure. So they can always find us at our website, which is downtowngreensburgpa.us. Um, and then Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. Type in Downtown Greensburg Project, you'll find us. Um, also, at any events we have coming up, obviously, Small Business Saturday, which is November 30th, uh, Luminary, Luminary Night, uh, which is December 5th. And I think that's all we have for this year. We're going to take a little break and then yeah. come back next year and see see what we have planned. Awesome. Yeah. Well, I wish you the best of luck with your office and everything. Thanks. I'm super excited. I'm super excited. All right. Well, thanks for coming in. Thanks for having me. Ladies and gentlemen, that was Jessica Hickey with the Downtown Greensburg Project. It's so fun to learn about all of these exciting things going on in our community. If you're not a follower of the Downtown Greensburg Project, first, I would ask, what the hell's wrong with you? Two, I would say get out there. Find them on Facebook. Find them on Instagram. It's a great way to get your local news. If you find yourself sitting there thinking, gee, what's going on in town this weekend? Pop on to the Downtown Greensburg Project and you're going to find out. They will let you know. Not only are you going to find cool things going on, but that is where you're going to be able to sign up for the little pantries around town to help those less fortunate. Uh, There is an Amazon wish list that we discussed on the show, or while you're out at the market for yourself, you could pick up a few things to stick inside of these little pantries. Not only is it a good thing to do for your neighbors in the community, but uh, it's going to make you feel all warm and fuzzy for sure. So jump online and check out the Downtown Greensburg Project on Facebook and Instagram. And be sure to check out their website, downtowngreensburgpa.us. I had a blast today, folks. Thank you to Jess, and we'll see you next time.